Hi, creative minds, and welcome to the Savvy Creative Podcast. I am your host, Christina Castaneda, and today my guest is an entrepreneur with a passion for health, wellness, and personal growth. She left her corporate job and sold off everything to relocate to Costa Rica with her two sons and family. She brings healthy options and goods to her community and sprinkles a little bit of personal development so everybody that she works with can live their best lives. Welcome, Laura Ramsey. Thank you so much, Christina. I'm so excited and honored to be on your podcast. So thank you. No, I'm happy to have you here. So now you live in Costa Rica, but right now you're traveling in the U.S. So is there anything that you yes. miss when you're in one place versus the other? You know, that's a great question. It's I, I'm grateful to be able to do both, you know, for sure. And it's you know, it's so because here, like the paved roads, and and where we live in Costa Rica is very close to the beach, so everything's a little bit sandy at all times. You know, <laughs> and so I just know it's like, oh my gosh, everything's so clean. You know, it, everything's just like squeaky clean here in the U.S. That you know we're noticing, uh, but we're a little. You know, my I my two boys. I brought the one to the mall the other day, and you know they don't wear shoes in Costa Rica because we were, you know, it's a beach town and. We pull up and he's like, mom, I don't even have my shoes on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like we're, you know, so the re-entry is a little challenging. <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not in Costa Rica anymore. We need to, you know, wear regular clothes and shoes and everything. But no, I mean, it's, there's so much in Costa Rica. It's just, I don't know. It, that's a great question. I, mm, well, getting your kids. No, I mean, they have shoe so before much. Sure. Before you leave out the door, that's <laughs> yes. Get your shoes exactly, exactly. And the area I live in, Costa Rica, that you, you know where I met you, it's, it's very. Uh, there's a lot of expats, so it's it's very. I don't know. It's it's with ease that we're there, so it's nice. And if we need anything, we just have somebody mule it in in their suitcase when they fly down to visit us. So <laughs> we really don't do without much. So in Costa Rica, there's a saying called Pura Vida, right? Pura Vida. Everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, when I was there, it's not so much just a saying, it's actually a feeling. So since you've yes. been a while, what does Pura Vida really mean and feel to you? You know, I am so glad you brought that up because it's so, it, it's so true. It's, it's, there's so much nature surrounding us there. And where we lived in those states, it was very urban and very grateful for that. Um, but it's just, there's the nature, the pace is so different. The, the Costa Rican people are so friendly and just great people. And I mean, this is just a little example and it, maybe it sounds silly, but I think for moms out there that have teenagers, I had my son is 13 and we were, I was driving him to school one morning and he looked up and said, mom, look up at that bird. It looks like it's having so much fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's not looking at his screen. He's, he's <laughs> looking up at the bird. Like, I mean, it's just like the simple stuff and then it sounds like silly, but I was like, it just gave me goosebumps. Like, this is why we're here. You know, that he's noticing what is around him. He's not just watching a YouTube video, some guy, you know, in his 20s doing something silly to get, I don't know. So <laughs> that's my soapbox on that. But he, to see them really engaging and, and to see my boys, like they'll say to each other, like, wow, can you believe we really get to live here? You know, because it is, it's just, it's so relaxed. It's, 
even at Christmas time with the commercial, and I'm, you know, a big shopper here in the U.S. when I'm here, but there it's all nativity scenes at Christmas. You don't see the big blow up Santa Claus. You don't see the big blow up snowman. You know, it's just, it's so pure that you don't have all the commercial. I, I just, it just, it, it does, it feels good. It feels for us, it, it's it's a really good fit. It's not for everyone. I think it's a little rugged, um, but it definitely is a great fit for us. And I would say it's definitely the people and the nature there. Yeah, and I definitely felt that too when I was over there, that things aren't in your face mass marketed so much. And yeah, I would at all, yeah. <laughs> to have my son not look at, watch YouTube videos all day and actually step out and be present that's what exactly it sounded like your son was just he was just present and just seeing things it was yeah and we see the monkeys in the trees and the you know we noticed it's like we're still in awe you know of all of that and, and the butterflies i've seen more butterflies there than i've ever seen in my entire life like it's just there's just tons it's like oh my gosh am i in a movie like did they, <laughs> just, you know, you're like this is so like where's the music you know as you're walking around it's, it's gorgeous it really is so you're able to kind of pack up and travel because you've been running your you've been running your own business and you've actually run multiple businesses before. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, tell me about tell me about uh, how you got into health and wellness, even though you were other business. Yeah. Well, we we have you know we had another business or we have another business, a web based business, and you know, it, everything has, just like life, everything has trials and tribulations, you know, and ups and downs and, and just, you know, all that, that goes along with owning your own business. And I'm very grateful for that as well. And I learned so much along the way from that. But I was introduced, gosh, during that time, I was just looking, you know, I, I was introduced to Isogenics, which is a network marketing company for health and wellness. And I was really like, I had my hands up, like, no way, you know, I'm not interested. I just want to lose 10 pounds type of thing, you know, but good for you if you want to sell it. And I was introduced to that and had great, you know, I felt amazing immediately, you know, and was like, gosh, everybody should know about this. I feel like somebody flipped the switch on in me. It wasn't even the weight. It was just the feeling. And from that, I was, it was very organic. I was naturally sharing it. And the more I looked at the business model of it, I was like, wow, having a, you know, a traditional quote unquote business where I pay three to 5,000 a month just on shipping, you know, warehousing, all of that. This is a, you know, this, all I have to do is talk to people. All I have to do is share. And I share good things all the time anyway. And, you know, the, the business side isn't for everyone, you know, but I, the health side is. So that's been a real blessing for, for my family to have that. I, I, I just am a strong believer that people should diversify. You know, we, we, we have a strong web business, and but we don't want to put all of our eggs in that basket because things change. We were in real estate in 2008 when the market changed. So, you know, we're definitely, I definitely you know, encourage people if they don't already to diversify. And I think, you know, network marketing has a little bit of a black eye, but I think when people take a deeper look at it, what, what it really is in the business model and how everybody orders on Amazon now and orders time to have things shipped to them, you know, the convenience of it and, you know, the, having like a Costco membership that is, it's the same thing. You're just redirecting 
you know, your, your grocery money for really dense nutrition. So I'm a big proponent on, on that as well too. And the personal growth side of that and the, the collaboration of a team and to not have the big risk of having a business, you know, the, the funds that that requires and gosh, I would say the nerves of steel, you know, <laughs> for people that have, you know, done something like that, you know, it, it, they think that's their only option and it's definitely not. Yeah. And I've never seen, I, I have some experience with network marketing. I worked in a um, mm -hmm. body and I've never seen people transform uh, so, so differently. Like it's not just the money, like there's just a mind, yeah. huge mindset shift that happens. So what was that mindset shift for you? Because Isogenics really does a lot of personal development with um, their, mm -hmm. their um, I guess, their distributors. So what was a big mm -hmm. that change for you? There, you know, it's, it's so great because they're so big on personal development because it's not just, but when it's funny though, when you do feel better, you do better. You know what I mean? It's, you can imagine, like when you're sitting there kind of depressed, eating an ice cream on the couch versus like, wow, I have a lot of energy and I feel really good and my skin's glowing and people are complimenting me. You know, you, you have a different outlook on life, but they do have a strong personal development. They have amazing events with amazing speakers such as Tony Robbins, just to name one who's, you know, well, well known, but really encouraging you to be the best version of you. You know, it's not, it's not a, a weight loss. It's definitely health and wellness. And that's also your, your mental health, you know, and the support is amazing and the teamwork. So you're, you're, you know, as they say, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. So that's huge too, because there's something there to like, you know, take you through the steps if you're, if you're interested. And I know when I looked at that, when we had our, our other business going, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is as if the top leaders in our other business is a bag business. In the bag business said, hey, Laura, let's sit down and I'm going to share all my secrets with you and show you how to make the amount of money I'm making. That would never happen. You know, <laughs> that would just never happen in any other business, right? No, but, you never. know, you go and if you're, if you're interested, you know, they're like, hey, here's my number, call me. I'll help you if you have any questions. Yeah, I'll help you. You know, it's, it's, so it's that. And it's like, it blew me away. It blew me away because I, I, I never, I was like, this is unheard of. There, it just, it, it creates generosity. And of course, you, you pay that forward as well. So. Yeah, with isogenic. A lot of like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And the thing about, I always really admired about the top distributors, um, at least with Beachbody, and I probably is the same with Isogenics. They are social media mm -hmm. experts. Like what you can, yeah. do, no matter what business you're in, they kill it on social media. They, um, mm -hmm. they're not like one of those people who are brand sponsored or anything like that. Like they're actually making money for themselves. And they're so good at it. And they're so good at looking so natural and just being like, just being authentically them. And it just comes across exactly. easy, but you know, it's not, but yeah, that was like, if anything, that was a lot, like a lot of my social media um, knowledge comes from watching top distributors like them. Um, Cause they're mm -hmm. killing it. They're absolutely killing it. Well, and it's, it's such, it's, and it's a lifestyle and that's exactly what it is. You know, it's, it's, it's the flexibility, it's the freedom to work from anywhere, it's, it's a web-based business that people think, 
wow, I love a web-based business, you know, but how do I start? Where do I even start with that? And they, they set you up for success. You know, if that's what you're looking for, I always share, you know, it's not a lottery ticket, you know, you don't <laughs> order mm -hmm. some shakes and, you know, it, that's not at all how it works. But if you're willing to take it seriously and follow the steps, you know, and be coachable, which is, I think people are looking for some mentorship. I, like I said, I've never seen a business model that has such a strong mentorship that- Do you have a mentor in yours? Do you have a mentor in yours? I have several, I have several, and they've, you know, become great friends of mine, and we, we've traveled together, and won trips together, and you just, super close friends because you're just you're you're cheering each other on the whole way and having a blast you know along the way too as you're helping others so so what are some important things that you really got from your mentor that you probably would never have experienced before I would say the possibility because when when I was first when I first spoke to my friend Heidi Burkemper she was I was like good for you you know, I'm happy you're so excited about it kind of thing, but I just want to lose 10, but that was my whole thing. Like, oh, I'm not, you know, I was very skeptical. And she's like, well, if you choose, you know, to engage and which is perfect because she wasn't, you know, this is what's possible. And everything she told me came true. You know, I, I just, just the possibilities that were there, the opportunities of, just really she you know has has really paved the way for us and our 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 team and i would say most i really learned from her too is that it's okay to make mistakes and i think that's a great lesson in all entrepreneurship you know i think with our other businesses it's the same things are going to happen you know it, it, there's going to be ups and downs but you have to keep going you know there there's not every day's a a perfect day not everyone's gonna say yes not everybody's gonna love it you know and that's okay you, you'll you'll attract the people that are looking for you so what are some of the what was like just some of the worst days of entrepreneurship for you oh gosh in I would say one of the worst days of my in our bag business was and this was because you know we I, I I'll start by saying you know I think people that have ideas to start something think oh it's got to be just the perfect time and you know all the stars have to align and oh you know and it's just never going to happen you know um, so when we started that business we were as I mentioned in real estate the market changed in 2008 and we were like had a lot of as I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of bills but didn't have a lot of money coming in anymore and I was like oh my gosh and so we started that that business and when our first uh shipment was scheduled to arrive which was to our house <laughs> this big truckload of 10,000 bags my husband had actually fallen um a, like two days prior to that he, my my youngest Reese was nine was who's nine now was um baby Jesus in the school play <laughs> at church and my husband dropped us off and went to park the car and he had dress shoes on. He slipped and fell and broke his back and several ribs. And uh -huh. I remember being in the front pew with the, you know, the baby and they're like, Mr. Ramsey's fallen. An ambulance has been called. I'm like, 
his dad's here? What? Like I, you know, like I just saw him two seconds ago. He just, you know, anyway, fast forward, he was in the hospital. They didn't know if he was going to walk again. All this, like it just changed fast. So this, this is my, this is, I don't think it can get much worse. Than so when I went to see him in the hospital, I remember going to pull the car out and my mother-in-law was watching the boys and the tractor trailer truck pulled up in front of our house to deliver these bags. And I'm like, Oh, I can't, you know, I can't do this now. I'm going to my husband. They're like, Oh, we'll come back, but it's going to cost you X, Y, Z. You know, I'm like, Oh, I can't afford that either. You know, it's like, so I, I was like out in the snow carrying these box, 10,000, you know, all these bags in my house. And I thought, Oh my gosh, when did my life turn, you know, and I remember my mother-in-law in my window holding my newborn baby. My, and Jack was like, gosh, like three, a little guy at the time. They're both, they're on the window. Like, and I just felt like this is so pathetic. Like I can't even cry anymore. You know, And I had neighbors coming up. We heard about your husband. I'm like, they're like, if we can do anything, I'm like, yeah, can you help me carry these bags in? So we were, had this like motley crew of people like carrying, it was just, it was a disaster, but you know, this many years later, we have a warehouse, our bags are in a warehouse in Tampa. So I tell that story that, you know, I don't, I can, I, cuss, I, I mean, stuff happens in business, but you have to keep going. You know, there's, there's, you, you have to, you'll be amazed at how you have to dig deep and that you can to keep going. So it, it was a crazy story. That was our first delivery. And I, gosh, I would say, I mean, that, that's the one that really stands out. And I would say with the isogenics business, you, you have appointments and people cancel or you have, you know, we really don't do parties or, you know, things like that. But if you have a coffee meeting or a call, you know, that, that happens or people, you know, are all on board, uh, you know, uh, a, a big, you know, med spa or and they're all on board and you're you know and then they 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 change their mind but you know so what it wasn't for you know there's enough people that are looking so I never really I guess because my baseline was my husband not being able to walk <laughs> and all the other stuff going that I don't let that that get to me because I just know it's part of it right and and you're right it is part of it and things happen and mm -hmm. It's just oh my gosh. entrepreneurship just builds this resilience in you because you really have no choice. I think it's like, yes. like when your kids yes. and they're sick and they're hurt, you have to find a way to make it work, right? You have to figure it out. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And you grow from it more than anything because you're like, it's not so bad. People are willing to help. Um, and it makes, mm -hmm. it makes you, I feel like I've become a better person because I'm willing to help more people. Um, yes. Yes. I, I, I feel like so many people have helped us along the way and we, in turn, it's like, I get it. You know, we, and you, I, yes, I don't mean they go off and it's, but I also find from the entrepreneurship and, and just in life, you know, you can apply all these to life that just asking, you know, how many people are willing to help you if you just ask? I mean, that was huge for me. Uh, you know, we would get, we got our bags into Walgreens and I remember them sending over the paperwork and we didn't even know how to fill out the paperwork, Christina. Because <laughs> it was all these pharmaceutical, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's in English. We don't even know how to, like, this is ridiculous. And I remember calling the store manager and saying, you know what? I know you're more, 
familiar with it, would you mind, can I just, you know, can we sit with you and just make sure we do this correctly? Cause we're really excited to be in your stores, you know? And they were like, sure. You know, just instead of being like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like you, you know, you just really have to, all they could have said was no, you know, and then we would have been where we started to begin with. So asking has always been a big, was a big lesson and continues to be because I'm amazed at how people say yes. So before, were you always, and not necessarily afraid to ask, but you just like, I, because I see this a lot with a lot of entrepreneurs that they're too not afraid or they just assume people will already say no or they just. I was, I almost, yeah, I, I almost didn't think of it as an option. Does that make sense? Like. Yeah, no, it's sometimes. Oh, I didn't know I could, because I always. Yeah, like, oh, that's going to make me look like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, oh, I don't want to look. And now I'm like, I clear, I'm good at what I'm good at, but I'm not good at everything. You know, that that's what it is. So, and I don't need to be good at everything. And neither does, you know, nobody does. And so I really, and people respect that and just say, you know what, do you mind help? And it, do you mind, if, you know, helping me with this? Because I'm sure you're, you know your group better than I do you know, what are their needs? And instead of me going in like an expert, you know, I, I ask a lot of questions to see how I can help in both businesses. Yeah. And they, I'm sure they appreciate that more. And it sounds like mm-hmm. you developed a self-awareness in you already. Cause it, it pretty sound like it's made you a little more humble where you're like, you know what, I don't have all the answers and I'm not going to pretend that I do. And I'm going to do this right. You know, like a lot of, yeah, yeah. That. So it sounds like you developed this, like, whole new level of self-awareness um yeah I I think I have and I'm a big um I'm such you know like I mentioned you I'm a podcast junkie I'm also a a books on tape junk I'm a reader my husband and I are not you know we didn't go to college but we'd love to learn and I read a lot we read a lot of business books we read a lot of personal growth books and it's all of the you know I just think it really helps shape your perception on life, you know, and all of that over the years when, um, 2008, when the, when the real estate, when the market changed so much, I completely stopped watching the news and it was the best thing I could have done because I didn't want to fill, fill my, I mean, that's, it's a personal decision, but I, I just didn't want to feel my head, you know, with all the panic. And I thought, I can't think straight. I know we're smarter than this. I know, we, you know, but I can't with this, this constant fear. And I said, I know good things are happening right now. People are making fortunes right now. We just have to think. And I I knew I couldn't think being inundated with that. So I've always chosen, like, I'm really funny about what I listen to and what I put in my head. So. And you, and you should be like, what, what has been your favorite, um, What's been a game-changing personal development, either podcast or book or something that's really? I would say, gosh, and I'm, I am such a big book, but I would say, and this, people have probably read this or not, when, when Russ and I read The 4-Hour Workweek by Timothy Ferris, mm-hmm. it was exactly what we were wanting to do, but we didn't know what it was called. So that, that, and I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Yeah. The low media diet, like how you said you had to turn off, um, you had to turn off the news. That's exactly like the work week right there. Um, and it's effective. Like you said, it's like, I can't take it. It's all misinformation Mm -hmm. way. 
let me figure it out. Yeah. Exactly. And I need to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. That that's been a huge one. And then I don't know if you've heard of the E myth. No, have I, you heard of that? Uh. Uh-uh. And oh, I can't think of the author right now. But the E myth, and this is a great reference for people that are looking to start their own business in any sort. And it's the entrepreneurial myth. And it's basically like the the plumber that works for someone decides, hey. I'm going to, I don't want to get paid part of this. I can do this, you know, and then sets off to be, then they have to be their own accountant. They have to be their own marketing person, you know, instead of just being the plumber that you, it's all about setting your systems up so you can be an entrepreneur and you can grow because you can't wear all the hats all the time. Yeah. So it's about getting systems in place. So that's a great, the E-Myth is a great, great book. I, yeah, and I love the four agreements. I mean, there's so, there's so many, oh gosh, I I do. There's so many great ones, but I really got, I would say this for people that are on a really tight budget and podcasts weren't popular when we started, you know, our, you know, eight, nine years ago, but I would go to the library and I loved it, you know, and there's so many great books that you can get for free. And just soak up all that knowledge. It's so much better than sitting in front of a TV or Netflix and zoning out. I mean, I, I just think you, any, you know, you can't use like, oh, well, you have money or you don't have money. I mean, our budget was zero, <laughs> you know, in, within the year we started. You know, which is negative, I would probably say, I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't even go buy a book. But, you know, does that stop you? No. You just get resourceful, you know. And now I have a gazillion books, but it's just, it's, you don't have to let that, you know, especially in the U.S., there's so much opportunity. There's no reason to, the only thing that stops people is they overthink it. And, mm-hmm. and I think surrounding yourself, you know, with people that support you and your, your vision is huge because we've been told they're crazy, you know, with every business, with our bag business, with, um, with, of course, with isogenics, because it's network marketing, oh, you know, that whole, and I think, hey, you know what, I, I, I it resonates with me, you know, this, I, I, I want this life, I don't want that life, and so I think when people actually educate themselves on things, their perspectives can change, but not everybody's willing, you know, or wants to do that, you know, everyone has their own path, so, yeah, and it's it's like you said, it's like there's no reason for you not to be. We have so much information. There's no reason <gasps> to be resourceful, so much right? Information. Yeah, and, and I even. I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add meetup group. Like I'm like I don't attend them anymore, but I would think, gosh, even if you want like a mastermind or something, just to sit, like they don't have to. Don't expect your mom or your sister or your friend from high school to be your, you know, because that's not maybe what what their vision is yeah and but don't let that stop you you yeah, know they're just that, trying to protect you because it is hard and that's true because um when especially for network marketing you have like your first um group of like your passive customers and we kind of call them uh i remember someone called them their dirt list these are people you could sell dirt to right they'll buy anything from you but they're oh. <laughs> And then there's your chicken list. There's people that you're too, mm-hmm. but they're, but they could um, be the perfect customer that really needs you. So you're always supposed to kind of go out there and, and reach for the chicken list. Right. 
Um, mm-hmm. so, and a lot of people kind of overthink and assume that, you know, not everybody is going to want you, you know what I mean? Like they're too afraid to reach out to the chicken list, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also what you said there. People overthink things way too much. Um, I mm-hmm. have a system like I have to take action on something and you sound like you take a lot of action consistently, which is why you have businesses, right? Um, yeah, so what, what stops you? So what keeps you from overthinking? Cause a lot of people I, overthink themselves through all the knowledge that they get. Um, and some mm-hmm. through all their personal development and some people just will kind of just stop dead in the tracks. I, it's so funny you ask that cause I'm so action oriented. I mean, I, I'm not an overthinker at all. And in even the move to Costa Rica, it's so funny because my, my one girlfriend in Chicago is a teacher and I remember her saying like, oh, do you know Spanish? I'm like, nope. She's like, what's the population? I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, now what are this? I'm like, quit asking me these questions. Like, it was like to me that like I knew in my heart of hearts, like my gut told me we needed to be there. And it's been the best decision for our family. But I'm just, I'm not an overthinker because on paper, if I had a wrote down, like it wouldn't have made sense at all. But, and that's how I've always made every decision that I, I just, I, I feel like I, I feel like now at, at my age and just the things I've been through, and I learn every day. I don't have it. Of course, nobody has it figured out, especially me. Um, but I, I feel like I learn more in the action and I have enough tools on my tool belt that I can make that dis- like these small decisions as I'm doing it. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're, and you're never stuck in anything. That, that was my thing, even moving to Costa Rica. We love it, but I had no idea. My kids had never even been. It was only my husband's second time, only my third time. We had spent two nights in Tamarindo ever before we moved. <laughs> it's not like we were like knew the area. We were not experts. But, you know, I'm like, if it's awful, we'll leave. You know, I, I don't think of like, oh, then we've got to pack again or, oh, we got to find Like, I just am like, let's just get there and do this step. And, and it's amazing how things fall into place. I, I just never, I feel like overthinking is a dream killer. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many great things happen in my life and for others as well. And, but you've got to take a risk. You, ha- you have to, ha- I have a strong faith. And I think if you don't have faith, it's really hard because it's never going to make sense until you do it. You're never going to know how it's going to happen. And I think, you know, so many things on paper. Yeah. I think that's one quality that every entrepreneur really needs is that you've got, whether it's a religious faith or whatever, you've just got to have faith. Mm -hmm. You've just got to have faith that you're going to swim no matter what. You've got to have faith that you're passionate enough and you care enough about this, about serving people in the best way that Mm -hmm. will people will buy into it and appreciate it and it will grow and that you will. And then you've got to have faith in people too, the people that you hire, the people that you work with, you know, you got to have faith that they're going to do their job or that they're brilliant at their job or that you can mentor them to be brilliant at their job. Right. Um, and I think that's yeah. what people overlook. It's like, you've got to really just literally jump into that. And um, I think I, I think that's what kept me going in entrepreneurship. I just deep down, like I knew it was going to work 
but I had to keep trying and I had faith. I had belief, you know, and you have, I think that's a mindset shift that you get also is that you build this belief in you that you're like, I can make this work or things are possible for me because I had a little taste of it. And now I know that there's more opportunity. Yes. Yeah. So yes. And that, that's what's exciting. And even if there's like a big issue happening and it's not, and you're, you're like, Oh, this will be, I'm always like, this will be interesting to see how this turns out. <laughs> I'm curious to see how this is going to get resolved because it's like, you know, I don't know, but I know it will. I know it will some way, somehow, but it's always like, oh, brother, this should be good. You know, I don't, you, but, but if you just, yeah, if you try to write it all out and, and ask people that have never done it, you know, or, or never even, it's easy to play it safe, but I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say it's easy. I felt like it was harder for me to not do what I, I needed to do. I was so restless. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, Christina. Like I oh felt so, I was like, something's got to give. And I was like, am I just crazy? I have this beautiful house. I have this great, like our roots are deep here. You know, what am I doing? Everybody's like, you're disrupting your family. You're moving to a third world country. And I'm like, then I'm like, am I just crazy? Am I just, you know, but I just felt it so deep. Like, I, I, that we needed to be there as a family and we didn't have a, a pain here. That's the thing. It was like, we went for a job opportunity or, Oh, we were looking for a fresh start. I mean, we, we have it, we have really good, but I, I just felt like, I don't know. I have this thing that comfort kills ambition. Yeah. You know? So it's like, we have it really good, but gosh, how great could it be? I want to feel alive. I want to feel like I'm living not like, Oh, great. You know, Groundhog Day, we, you know, I got this new purse and the same, I don't know, like I, it's like, it's definitely an adventure in Costa Rica and yeah, no, <laughs> and I don't have to be Costa Rica for people. I was only there five days and I had like the best food I've ever eaten. I've seen the most beautiful nature I've ever seen in a long time. You know, I was, and that was only five days and I met you guys over there at that wonderful dinner. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is really like, I, I did feel I had, I had a similar feeling to what you're saying. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. you're like, this is, I felt more peace. I could work here. Like there, um, yeah. possibilities there too. And, you know, like you said, you had to give up comfort and you had to give up like yeah. play. I could easily, there's, when I came back, I was like, there's so many things I really don't need here in LA. Yeah. It's nice to have all this glitz and glamor and be where the work is as being a writer, but yes. it, it was just like, I, you know, I was like, I miss those mo- I, I think in Costa Rica, I was more present because here I, I am so uh, stressed, so stressed and I don't get sleep well, everything. But then, mm-hmm. you know, um, I also didn't have my kids with me. <laughs> And it makes a difference, you know, because you still, yes. I mean, that's the thing. I, I say I live in paradise, but it's not perfect. I mean, you still, you're still a human, you know. Yeah. Still a wife, still a mom, still a, you know, still have to pay the bills and still have, you know, stuff. But it's, it's a different. Um, it really does help calm you, I think, and 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 make you feel present, like we keep saying, you know, being in nature like that, and. Everybody around is so chill. It's just so laid back, you know, at the beach there. Well, it's just like you realize the things you worry about are so small. Like, is it really that big of a problem? Do you really need to, like, the things I worry about here in L.A. when I came back, I was like, oh, Lord, not this again. Oh, why do I have to worry about this? Um, In Costa Rica, I wasn't worried about 
any of it, you know, so any of that. Yeah. yeah. Any of it. And I know it's just because a lot of things are thrown at us here in the U S and it even makes me, what? my kids had a little bit more of this Costa Rica Pura Vida life, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's really funny because our boys went to a private Catholic school here in the States, you know, uniforms and they were the kids that had to have whatever, you know, the shoes were that were the, you know, the going shoe and hair products and nothing against all that. But I remember we took them the first day of their new school called Tide Academy. And it's a great school, but it's very laid back. I mean, the kids don't wear shoes. They wear board shorts. They surf three days a week. They don't have school on Friday. They have Ninja Warrior, you know, classes, and they had a cryptocurrency class and all this cool stuff. And but we walked in. There's an old Yamaha dealership, and my kids were like, "Mom, you know, like I'm like, yep, we're not at St. Margaret's anymore, you know." It's, it's, so it's, but they acclimated. I mean, they're surfers now. They were wrestlers and lacrosse, and it's. It's funny how quick, never have been, you know, never have even had been in the country. And now they have a great group of friends and it just really, yeah, ride their bikes all the time. Stuff we didn't do, we'd ride our bikes maybe on the weekends, maybe, you know, once a month we would try to go hiking somewhere if I really thought it out. But here they, you know, you can ride your bikes every day. And yeah, it's, it's definitely different definitely different so and they you know they are too their their clothes they wear like the same board shorts like all the you know it doesn't matter because nobody else is you know everybody else is just there's not the materialism there at all yeah so and the, the, the first couple of days <laughs> I was there I remember we met yeah there's not and well I I we had to meet with a we met with a lawyer and a banker like our first couple of days and I put on a dress and I had my big Louis Vuitton bag and my hair done and makeup. And I, mean, I, I looked so ridiculous. It was like, you can't wear like a heeled shoe on those. It's like, they're all ankle turners, the roads. They're not, you can't, it, it was like everybody's in their swimsuit and their swimsuit cover up and baseball caps. You know, it's not, um, it was just funny because I thought, this is funny being at a bank or having our dog in the lawyer's office. And I'm like, I love this. You know, it's, it's so, it's, so different, but in a, in a good way. Yeah, and California's chill, and we don't even do that. California's chill, and we we have the Louis Vuitton, and like you said, dressed up and everything. Um, yeah, chill in the U.S. And that's and like what you're talking about is like, wow, that's where I would want to be. Because yeah, I didn't, I could never wear heels in Costa Rica the way with the gravel roads. No, God, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I would fall down <laughs> so much. You would, and everybody would. It, it's almost it, it's the fact that I'm in the States now and I'll go to the stores and I'm like, Oh my gosh, well, I could never wear that. Like I go, you know, I go through the shoe section, like, huh? Yeah. I mean, I could rule out like 90% of everything in this, all the stores because it just doesn't translate unless it's a swimsuit or, you know, tennis shoes or something like that or active wear. Yeah. It's, it's just funny. And I go to, excited to go to home goods and target you know but i'm like i don't need anything i don't need any of this stuff there so so did that make it easier too because you didn't need everything you needed um it was easier to kind of let go of a lot of stuff and purge a lot of stuff it was you know and we had a big traditional house 
um, in a historic district in St. Louis called Lafayette Square. So we had 7,000 square feet. We had a big home and very traditional furniture and stuff that I thought I'd be buried with or passed down to the boy. You know, like really, we had a chandelier we bought in Italy on our honeymoon. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, that was like my everything, you know. And getting rid of all of that was so freeing because it just seemed so heavy towards the end. I mean, I'm grateful I had it and I enjoyed it. But it's so freeing because now we're out of, like, we're living out of suitcase. It's just, it's just different. It's a, <laughs> it's because you're like, oh, we've got a pack. And it's like, oh, this is all of our stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's strange. But it, it, it's made my husband and I realize, like, gosh, we could do this anywhere. Like, what's stopping us from living other places? You know, but we really love Costa Rica right now. Um, but it's opened up a whole bunch of possibilities for us since we made this first jump. So what do you say is next, next for you guys, as far as next for your family, next for your business? You know, that's a great question. You know, and that's, I think so much of our, our push, because we've been in Costa Rica now nine months, was getting there, you know, was, was selling everything, was, you know, getting acclimated. And now that they're, now that we're there and we really love it, the kids have, you know, the school and the friends and, it is kind of like what's next, you know. It's it's interesting. I'm digging deeper in the expat group because there's a, I'm I'm so entrepreneurial and always thinking of just always. I don't know. My wheels are always turning, and there's a lot. And I'm not by any means a tax expert at all. I want to put a big disclaimer, but there's advantages to living outside the U.S. You know, and I'm looking deeper into that and then sharing that with the ex, you know, the community. So. And just really getting the community to share more of those types of things, not just the surface questions, but things that could really benefit them that you don't know when you've just moved there. Yeah. You know, we do have a really great support system there, but to really dig deep with them and, and know like the ins and outs of, of things. Cause it's very, it is transient there, but for those that, you know, want to stay long-term and that's their home, it's, there's so just doing things like that and, and isogenics is growing and which is great and you know I can do that from anywhere which is is amazing and you know it's a great question Christine I don't really have an answer yet you know <laughs> we're okay. still, you don't we're have still, to. yeah I'm just trying to think like but I do kind of have a, a so now what in my head like yeah. now that we've done this big push and that people that like told us we we're crazy and we did it anyway and it's worked out, I do kind of have this like, huh, what's our next big, you know, like, so now what? And I, and that's just kind of how I always am wired. So I, I'm still looking, I meeting you that Tuesday night at our girls night. I was so grateful to meet you and, and thank you for inviting me. Cause I, like I said, I, I'm love, I'm a podcast junkie and, and, love the idea of deeper conversations and helping others, you know, because I think a lot of people need to hear these conversations. I know they help me thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Or, oh, that was hard for her too. Or, oh, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, to be mm -hmm. really great or to be really effective. So I, I think sharing that message, I mean, you've opened the idea of possibilities to, you know, starting my own podcast possibly, you know, just to really see what questions were out there and, and to really position myself to have deep, like, you know, yourself to have deeper conversations with people. Cause I love that. I love that. I think there's so much we can learn from each other and 
with the platform of podcasting now, it's huge. It's free. You can do it as you're folding laundry, as you're driving the car. You know, there's, there, you can fit it in. And there's so much valuable information and in people that have done what you're wanting to do. Yeah. And I think the best part about it is that you get the most raw and authentic conversation ever. Because yes. It's not like, let's go have a drink and let's just chat. It's like, no, let's, let's hit record and tell me like, and let's get real, you know? Yeah. All the good, the bad, the ugly. Cause there's a lot of it, you know, but yeah, you have to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Or you have to get started for most yeah. people, you know? So let me ask you this as we wrap up, what is the best advice you can give to that young family and the young entrepreneur about what it takes to pretty much live the life that you want to go after? Because it sounds like you've gone after taking action. You are living an imperfect life in paradise, I would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. I am. <laughs> um, I would say it's so key. I, gosh, there's so many things, but I would, the, the biggest thing is be mindful of what you put into your head. Be mindful of that. And, you know, so many people, I mean, Netflix is a verb and I'm not knocking it because we watch Netflix. Yeah, I'm not saying anything, but my gosh, if you put that time into personal growth or, or business or whatever niche you're wanting to get, if you're wanting to do it, somebody else has done it without question and they've done it well, you know, fill your head with that you know, and your wheels will start turning. It's, it's just like you're, it's, it's amazing what ideas you'll start having as you're, as you're surrounding yourself with great ideas to be inspired. And none of that costs money. And none of that really costs you any time, you know? So, cause yeah, I, I would say most people are not currently surrounded by the people that are going to take them and help them with their dreams. No one is. So don't feel sorry for yourself. Just find your own inspiration either a podcast or if it has to be a book at the library, whatever, or YouTube video or what, whatever, and just start plugging into that and fueling your head with the possibilities. You'll be amazed at what can happen. Yeah. And I know, I like what you said right there about no one's gonna like really, honestly, in the beginning, no one really does support you and you do really have to find your own inspiration. But once you start making yes. it work, you're going to have a <sighs> other people's life. I really feel like that's true. like a lot of people, yes. you would say, how did you do it? And then that's when, you know, like, mm -hmm. even though you didn't have the support, um, that's like kind of like a way for, at least for me to like, wow, I really did something. I really did have some success and it is, it is affecting people in some way, or it is inspiring people. And it doesn't mean you can't mm -hmm. other people who want to do the same thing too. Even if you never had that support in the beginning, because it's so rewarding when you can lift another lift another woman up and help her have this yes yes <laughs> I, I I couldn't because I always say that we we do I mean I love that quote we rise by lifting others and we, we it's so true it gives me goosebumps that and I think without even trying I, I know you inspire so many you know and then not say without trying but just by doing what authentically you are gifted to do and it's like you're you're following your path and you know, I, I just love that because I think we all have something in us that shines and we don't even realize it because it's so easy for, you know what I mean? It comes easier, comes more natural 
for, for us. So we think, oh, that can't be what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and I think usually that is what you should be doing is if it's, you know, something that is, is, yeah, comes, comes natural or excites you. That's what you should be following. Yep. Follow it and follow it with everything you got. That's what I say. Yeah. Everything. you. Yes. Got. All right. So creative minds, if you mm-hmm. enjoyed this podcast, please definitely hit the link below and you can follow Laura Ramsey on Facebook at Laura Vismara Ramsey. And If you guys like this, catch the next episode of the Savvy Creative Podcast.